they sound great, but they take up a lot of space, don't they? <laughs> uh, good morning, everyone. I, uh, I, I wanted to, to just say it feels still like it's holiday time. Would everyone agree with that? Still feels holiday until, until the kids go back to school. It still feels holiday time. So I, I, was, I wasn't here last weekend. I was dropping my parents uh, off at the airport. Never a better day in my life than dropping my, my parents off and saying goodbye to them, letting them get back to their real lives and us getting back to ours. Um, but the, the week before, we had the family service, and uh, it, it's a, it was a wonderful vibe, wasn't it? You know, for those who were there, it was enjoyable, wasn't it? It, it felt like a holiday. So I felt today I'm going to sit down. Are you happy? Is that okay with everyone? It's not a disrespect thing. It's just I wanted it to be like a chat around the table. Is that okay? Is everyone happy with that? Uh, I normally um, say things to my wife. I said, I'm, I'm going to do this. And she's like, ooh, I don't know if everyone will like that. <laughs> I don't know if everyone will like that, Wayne. You like that, but I don't know if everyone will like that. So, and, uh, to assert, so I just I thought I'll say, I'll mention it so that everyone knows that I don't really care if you like it or not. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was watching, <laughs> I was... Um, this week, obviously, it's the first week of the, of the new year, and uh, it's, it's always an exciting time. It's always a time where we, uh, as people, are thinking about the things that we don't yet have. I don't have this, so this year I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the thing that I don't have. Fair? We're always like that. I'm not happy with the things that I've got right now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go out and get the thing that I don't have yet. Now, uh, on social media, it being the new year, and we, we, I was talking about family. Obviously, I follow a lot of the Every Nation pastors, both in South Africa and across the world in different places. And a lot of them were giving their New Year's message. New Year's message. And, and to be honest, like any family, some of them are really good. And some of them are really weird. Some are a wee bit awkward. Some flow really well. Some are a bit embarrassing. We all know how it goes. And if you've been with family this time, there's always, there's always a weird one in the family, isn't there? There's always a weird one in your family. Now, if you're sitting there thinking to yourself, there's no weird one in our family. <laughs> That's you. You're the weird one. That's you. You're the guy. So... Uh, there's always a weird one in the family, and so it, it's, but that's what makes it a family, isn't it? That's what makes it a family. There's a bit of everything put into the pot. There's a bit of everything and everyone, and for some reason, it just works. That's what family is. It just works, doesn't it? So I was listening, and there's this gentleman in particular. He's actually a South African. His name is Wolfie. Uh, he's uh, over with our, our team, Every Nation London, and, and he spoke, do you know Wolfie? Good for you. Uh, a wonderful man. And Wolfie's actually had some um, health issues this year, but he's just continually pushing forward, getting the, the name of Jesus out there, just sharing his heart, sharing the word all the time as often as he can. So he get, uh, out of all the ones that I listened to, I, I really enjoyed his. So he spoke uh, on the five loaves and the two fishes, very briefly. And he said, um, and which is a fair point, is that so often we're like, I don't have this thing, but here's what I do have. When they bring it to Jesus, they're like, here's what I do have. What can we do with it? Here's what we do have. So that has been my thought process this week. Not necessarily the, 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 the five loaves and the two fishes, but certainly what is it that we have 
and, and what role do we play? What is, what is going to be the thing that 2024 is remembered for? What is going to be our banner in 2024? What's it going to be? What's it going to look like for us? Now, there's us as a church, there's you as a family, but there's you individually. And I think today, I want to speak individually. Because we do put our thoughts and our hopes and and our dreams on other people. And we do leave the hard work to some others sometimes. Why are you not doing more? Could you not maybe help a bit more than you are at the minute? I just want to say today, we're just, I want everyone to be thinking individually, not, not what, what will we do as a family or what will we do as a church, or what will we do, but what will I do? What will I do? I think the Lord is going to be our banner in 2024. The Lord is going to be our banner in 2024. Now, there, there, there's a thing that's going on in our, in our family this year, quite, quite big actually, um, it's uh, my wife, Susie, is actually climbing Kilimanjaro. She's going to do that in February. Like, how wonderful is that? I'm, I'm, I'm actually so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. Now, <clears throat> the thing that, yes, I'm proud of her because obviously I love her and, and, and I see the effort that she's putting in. But Susie is not someone who loves physical activity. We, we, we off, I'm like, let, let's go for a run, let's do this. No, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't like that, I don't like that. But all of a sudden, a friend, not her husband asking her, but a friend asked her to do something, and all of a sudden, she's signed up, and she's ready to go. <laughs> she's going to do this, and she's going to climb Kilimanjaro in February. But obviously, with something like that there, there comes a lot of self-doubt in all of us. Susie has, that, has a bit of self-doubt in that. Will I be able to make it? Will I be able to do it? Will I continue on? And before she said, yes, I'll do it. But before she, she actually paid the finances to do it, she's thinking, mm, am I going to be able to do the training? Am I going to be able to put in the hard yards? Am I going to be able to, to get up every day and do what's needed to be done? Because there's always the excuse of, but I am a mom. And I work. And then there's church stuff. There's kids stuff, and there's sporting events, and I've got to drive around. There's always a reason why we won't do it. So what Susie did was she, she looked at it, and she said, okay, I'm going to put some responsibility on myself. So she ended up using it as a way to raise funds for, for our school next door. Because now she's got a bit of responsibility. Now I've got to get up every day, and I've got to do this, because all of a sudden, some of her mom and dad's friends in Ireland are like, oh, go, Susie, here's some money to do it. So now she's like, I've got to put in the hard work, yeah. But here's the thing. The truth is, if someone had asked Susie to run a marathon, she couldn't do it. She would have done a few days, maybe a week or two, but she wouldn't have done it. And the reason is because she wouldn't have enjoyed it. See, my wife's a talker. She likes talking. A lot. (laughs) A lot. She likes talking. And when you're running, you can't talk. (laughs) But when you're walking, you can talk a lot. Yes? When you're walking, you can talk a lot. 
And the fitter you get, the more you can talk. So it's actually been getting to the level of where she's really enjoying it now. I think this week her and Anjale and a few others were up at Craddock Peak just on Thursday there. And I'm sure there was a lot of conversation on that walk. But she's enjoying it. She's got responsibility, but she's enjoying it because it's something that she likes. And she's doing something that, yes, it's out of her comfort zone, and yes, it's different. But every time she does a little bit more, the self-doubt decreases. Every time you take a step, every time you advance, the self-doubt diminishes. So this week, as I've been in preparation for this, and keeping that in mind, I've been looking at Moses. been looking at Moses. Now Moses had a few things in life, didn't he? He had a few big things in life. He said, he said a couple of things gone on. He's got quite a story. He's the baby in the, in the, on the Nile. He's the baby in the, that's floating up the river. We know that, yeah? We remember him? And then he, he grows up a little bit. He murders someone. That's a pretty big one. Flees, doesn't he? He flees. And then what does the Lord do? The Lord brings him back. And he, is, he leads the exodus. And then he's stuck in the wilderness for a little while. So he's a bit of a topsy-turvy life that he's going on. Now the thing that, that I want to start with with Moses here is, if you're sitting here thinking to yourself, you know what, I'd just like a rest in 2024. Lord, just, I don't want it to be as tough as last year. Woe me, Lord, no more, please. Just give me an easy one, Lord. How many of you in here, you don't have to put up your hand, how many of you in here have asked for that? Lord, give me an easy one this year. Just make it a little bit easier. Is it always like this, Jesus? Yes. I liken it to granola. It's like granola. We know granola? It goes in your yogurt? You know it? It took you a while there, Jill. Granola. <laughs> my, my kids, my kids, they don't, they, 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 oh, granola, granola, dad. Ooh. I'm like, what's wrong with granola? And they're like, the cranberries, dried cranberries. Ooh. I don't like dried cranberries. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, but, the, but dried cranberries, all together it works. If you throw it all, it's not, it's not dried cranberries. There's dried cranberries in it. But if you throw it all together, I don't know how, but it works. Try it. No, I don't like dried cranberries. And you're like, eat the damn granola. <laughs> you've, everyone's got to that point. If you've got kids, you're like, eat it. Eat it. So then what they do is they get the spoon and they basically move it around the bowl, picking out the bits that they like. That's us in life. Eat it. I am eating it. You're, see, you're watching me. You see me eat it. You're not eating it. You're pushing around the bowl and taking the bits you like and you don't want the rest. You're not eating it. You're pretending to eat it. That's us in the walk with Jesus. We push stuff around the bowl, pretending that we're eating it and taking the bits that we want, but we don't want the whole thing. And Jesus is here saying, but all together it works Everything all together, if you take it all, it works. 
goodness me, that's very good, isn't it? <laughs> I am on fire. I'm on fire. Listen, you don't want to peak too early in the year. You don't want to peak too early in the year. Don't want to peak too early in the year. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. So what we're going to look at today, we're going to look at, I don't want to keep you too long. We're going to look at the uh, book of Exodus. So if you've got your Bibles, you can uh, take with us. Book of Exodus, seven, uh, chapter 17. We're going to look verses 8 to 15. I, uh, I might get some names wrong here, but we'll go with it. I'll give you a second just to get there. It's on the screen as well. While the people of Israel were, sti were still at Rephidim, the warriors of Amalek, Amalek came to fight against them. Moses commanded Joshua, call the Israelites to arms and fight the army of Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand at the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did what Moses had commanded. He led his men out to fight the army of Amalek. Meanwhile, Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of a nearby hill. As long as Moses held up the staff with his hands, the Israelites had the advantage. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites gained the upper hand. Moses' arms fell be, finally became too tired to hold up and hold up the staff any longer. So Aaron and Hur found a stone, for, a stone for him to sit on. Then they stood on each side, holding up his hands until sunset. As a result, Joshua and the troops were able to crush the army of Amalek. Then the Lord instructed Moses, write this down as a permanent record and announce it to Joshua. I will blot out every trace of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar there and called it, the Lord is my banner. So, I'm going to ask all of us to think of just three questions. Three questions today, three questions this week, three questions throughout the year, and there are three simple questions, and that's it. That is it. What is your role? What is in your hand? And who are your people? Simple. We don't need anything else. We just need to answer those three questions for ourselves, and then we need to go. We need to get it done. What is your role? What is in your hand? And who are your people? First one, what is your role? Now, when I say that, I don't mean what is your gift. I don't mean what is your gift. What is your role? And not what is your role in the future or what are you working towards. What is your role today? What is going on today? See, very often we're like, this is the role that I want, and if I don't have that role, then I'm not doing anything. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. No one's asking me to be that. No one's putting me in that position. No one sees my value. No one sees my worth, so I'm not going to do anything. But you can't climb Kilimanjaro without a bit of training. Moses couldn't do what he did 
if he didn't have a bit of a testimony. We've already discussed, he's done a few things up at this point. He's been there. He's seen it. He has experienced the Lord. The Lord didn't pick him out of nowhere and say, okay, go and see Pharaoh. There's a history. There's a story. There's training. There's being part of something. What is your role right now? What can you do? Where are you at? Who are you influencing? Where do you play a part? What is your role? Where do you fit? Because we can't sit on the sidelines in 2024. We can't do nothing and expect a different result. We've got to say, where is my role? Where can I be? What can I do? And do that thing. What is my role? Where do I fit? Where can I go? You see, the thing is, with Moses in this situation, he is not the warrior. So often we put so much value on the warrior, the man with the sword slaying people and leading armies, and you're like, that's the guy I want to be. I want to be Joshua. And if I'm not Joshua, I ain't doing nothing. I'm Joshua. But the fact of the matter is, Moses is the leader. Moses is the one. He's like, that's not me. That's not my thing. My role is not down there. My role is up here on the hill. My role is before the Lord. My role is to lead them in this area, not there. And the funny thing is, as we read through this, the fact is, it doesn't make any mention of Joshua's effort. It doesn't make any mention of Joshua's strategy. It doesn't make any mention of Joshua being a mighty warrior or doing anything great whatsoever. Joshua lives and dies on the fact that the hands and the staff are in the air. The mighty man of God on the hilltop is the one that is making the difference. So often we look at the guy on the battlefield and we're like, that's the one that I want to be. My question is, if we come before the Lord and we ask them, what is our role in 2024? It doesn't need to be the same role in 2025 and it doesn't need to be the same role for the rest of your life. But what is your role this year? What are we going to do? What are you going to do this year? What is your role? Second thing, obviously, is what is in your hand? Now, Moses has this stick, the staff. Now, the thing is, the staff has been through a few things also. The staff's done a few things. The staff's been a snake at one point. The staff touched the water in the, the Nile and it turned blood red. The staff hovered over the waters of the, the Red Sea and it parted. The staff hits a, hits a rock at Mount Sinai and the waters come uh, pouring out of it. The staff's done a few things. But the staff in Wayne's hand is not the same as it is in Moses' hand. I can't just pick up the staff. The staff doesn't actually have any power. If God is not giving it and using it in Moses' hand. What is in your hand? 
What has the Lord given you? What are you using? What is your thing? <laughs> what is your thing? What have you got? What have you got in your life? What have you got in your history, in your past, between you and the Lord? What has He given you? Now, I, I know you might be thinking, you know what? I think I've got a couple of old highlighters at home. I'm going to use them. I've got a wooden spoon, maybe. We could do something with that. Need you to know that Moses, this, this staff, this was what Moses used every day. This staff is something he used uh, in his work with the sheep the, as, as a shepherd. It's, a, it's something he uses for protection. It's, he is a, there's a trust in this. He used that this is his tools. This is his trade. He knows this stuff. It's not a situation where he's just taking anything because he's got nothing else. He can't think of anything. This is his thing. This is part of him. It's always been with him. This is what it is. It's mine. I've got this. And I'm going to use what I've got. What have you got? What is in your hand? What have you got that you can hold before the Lord and say, Lord, use this. Use this, Lord. This is what I've got in my hand. It can be a, a car. It can be your home for a life group. It can be your time. It, whatever it is, Lord, I've got this thing and I want to give it. Lord, here it is in my hand. We're going to have to fight battles here because there's people in the city, Lord, that need you. And I want to go out and I want to do something. Here's what I've got. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait for somebody else to do something. And then I might be like, you know what? Can I tag along? I'm going to go. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to do something, Lord. I'm going to play my role. It might not be here on the battlefield, but it'll be on the hilltop. And I'm going to be doing something. But what have you got in your hand? What is it in your life that you've been using? And what is it in an area that the Lord has used in the past? What is your testimony? What is the thing? What is in your hand? And what are we going to do with it this year? The funny thing is, as I say, we're, we're talking about climbing Kilimanjaro. If this is something outside, if this is something outside your comfort zone, that's fine. But if you don't understand it, and you can't do it, and you've never done it, and you, it's possible. But if you don't enjoy it, if this is not what, the, what you're, you're moving into, if this is not something you've done in the past, if this is not something we've seen breakthrough, if this is not something in your life you're like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. The thing is, I love that, that, that Moses, it says in, in, in 8, or sorry, 9, he says, Moses came and said, this is it, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go for it. So many people, when things are tough, we back off or we freeze. But most like, no, let's boldly go. Let's go and take the things that are ours. Let's go and do this thing. Let's enjoy it. Don't go into this timid. Walk into this year boldly. Because if you're not enjoying it now, you will not make it. You will not make it. The same with Susie and the Kilimanjaro. 
If she's not enjoying the walks at the start, she's not going to make it. If she's not enjoying the few days of training, she's not going to make it. Because the one thing I will guarantee you in this year, in this life, is it will get tough. Don't worry about it. It's going to get tough. It's going to be hard. You're going to be sore. You're going to be injured. You're not going to want to go on. But you've got to love it. You've got to enjoy it. You've got to want to do it. But what do we do when it gets tough? That's where you need your people. That's where you need your people. Now, for some people, some, some of you today, your people can be your family. And that's fine. But family are easy to blot, blot out, to ignore, to shout at, to argue with. Sometimes it's outside that you listen to the most, isn't it? Sometimes it's the people that's not connected to your day-to-day -day that you love and you trust. And you're like, you know what, speak into my life. What, what's happening here? What am I doing? I'm feeling down. I don't need, I can't go on. And you need people to raise up your arms. Who are the people who are going to raise up your arms when you get tired this year? We can't isolate. You cannot isolate yourself in 2024. You cannot stand in the back and say, well, yeah, it's just me and Jesus and that's fine. That's all I need. If that was all you needed, why do we have a church at all? Why is church something that, that the Lord wants? Why is church something that he is in? He wants us to be together. He wants us to be in community. He wants people around you. He wants to have, so that you have people that can share this journey with you and walk in so that we can conquer the city, so that we can win the battle, so that we can conquer the mountain. Who are your people that are going to do that with you? Now here, here at City Church, we, 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 have, we, we have Dave, and Dave's got a couple of guys uh, around him. Look at that. <laughs> huh? <laughs> the, Dave's got a couple of people around him to hold up those arms when he needs it. Okay. I want to encourage you today, and we're going to finish off right now, and as I say, there is a family vibe here today, and that's wonderful. But I want you to know that if you don't have people, it doesn't mean that people are not available. Go get your people. And the people don't owe you anything, but they might want to walk a journey with you. They might disappoint you sometimes, but you could probably disappoint them also. But you'll never know unless you go and get them. Go and get your people. Spend time. Get to know them when it's easy and enjoyable. Because when the battle comes, those same people will be there with you to hold your hands up. What's your role? What have you got in your hands? And who are your people? If we can get those three things right, I think 2024 will be better than 2023, yeah? Let's stand.
to stand. Let's just close our eyes. Let's put our hands out before the Lord. Let's put our hands out before the Lord. Now, I don't know what your thing is. I don't know what you've got in your hands, but you know what you've got. You know the stuff you have. You know what you've got. So just now, before the Lord, we're going to pray. We're going to pray that this thing that you've got, because everybody's got something, whatever you have, you have it before the Lord right now, we're going to say, Lord, this staff that we have in our hands right now, Lord God, this is your tool. This is going to be, Lord, your weapon for us to use this year in 2024. Lord, we're going to advance. We're going to go and take some mountains. We're going to win some battles. We're going to do some stuff, Lord. And we're going to take what we've got. And we're going to see multiplication. Lord, we're going to see multiplication. We're going to see, we're going to see great victory. We're going to see great joy, Lord. We're going to see advancement of the kingdom of God in this city and beyond. Not because of what we're going to do, Lord, but what you're going to do through us. And Lord, all we can do is bring what we've got. So Lord, now whatever we have, whatever we're holding right now, Lord God, we hand it over to you. We want to see the waters run. We want to see the seas part. We want to see the people come, Lord. We want to see your name lifted high. Lord, our banner this year in 2024, our banner is the Lord this year. And Lord, we look forward to the battles. We look forward to the training. We look forward to the testimonies and we look forward, Lord, to every single day. Lord, we look forward to the dried cranberries. Because all together it works, Lord. And Lord, we know that you're for us. And Lord, we ask you to go before us. And Lord God, may we not take a step if it is not ordained by you, Lord God. And we will follow you in every place, every dark corner of this city, Lord. And we ask that you would be with us. Lord, I ask that boldness would rise up in us, each and every one of us, individually today, Lord. A boldness to rise up in our hearts, up in our spirits, Lord God. That we would go and take the city in your name. Amen. Amen. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your holiday. Have a wonderful day. Please get some more coffee and, uh, and go make some new friends.